0: The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim zolciak biermann Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim zolciak biermann
1: Hi, you guys. Welcome to our 29th episode of House of Kim. 29th. That's really nuts. It's amazing. That's really, really nuts, you guys. Women, you're going to want to listen to this podcast because, um, yep, it says over 50% of the women struggle with what I had to go to the hospital with yesterday. Over 50%. That's crazy. And more in Caucasian women. And the more children you have, the more
0: likely you are to have this issue. I'm more blown away by how the professionals say they handle this problem. I think that doctor was a
1: dick and an arrogant f-
0: to be quite well, honest. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, yeah, it's the same
1: know. doctor that made Brielle, when she had kidney yeah. stones a couple week, a month ago or whatever, wait for her medicine for forty five right. fucking minutes. Like kidney stones is equivalent. I've had them. I've had a baby, and I've had kidney stones. Right. And I would say that it's it's equivalent to a baby, except you don't know what why you have such pain. Mm-hmm. Um, a baby, you know, you're gonna get something out of it, and it's temporary. You don't ever think the kidney stone pain is ever gonna fucking go away. Right. And it's and it's a whole nother level. Right. So. Yeah, and then you are throwing up from the pain because it's so intense. And it's just if you can just get yeah.
0: rid of the pain or you know subside right well, the pain I, I think, somehow,
1: then yeah. it's it, – anyways. Yeah. So Brielle – okay, I'm going to tell you guys a story.
0: No, no, hold on. But I think every doctor needs a decent level of empathy for people. Like you have to have empathy. But I also think they're very conflicted in this day and age with people coming in, faking stuff to get certain things. Within the hospital, whether it's a, a night's stay or pain medicine, you know, free issue. food, you know, pain medicine, like you just said. So they I don't know
1: anybody that wants to sit in a hospital.
0: Well, if you, ha- if you don't have a roof over your head, a hospital is pretty nice. You know, like, I know that's right. There's a lot of things. My that- massage
1: therapist is a
0: actually now has her Ph.D. Right? Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. We should tell that story. We should have her on. We should
1: have Ann on the podcast, yeah. my massage therapist. Yeah. I'm going to have her on. She's traveling, um, <laughs> till the end of Christmas or towards, I should say, after Christmas. Um, so I'll have her on because she has some great she stories. She's hilarious. She's group. hilarious. She's been my like ride or die massage therapist for, Probably eight or nine years. So mm-hmm. you know, she's the one that I'm like, "Oh, Anne, I'm pregnant again." Oh, Anne, I'm pregnant. She's like, "Oh my god!" I mean, pregnant in in 2010, pregnant in 2011, pregnant in 2012. She's she's pretty much over all that. But anyhow, um, I all really right. trust her and she's great. So we're gonna definitely have yeah. her on the podcast. Okay, are you rushing me? No, I'm sorry. Why'd no. you say all right?
0: I don't even know. I was th- I had a thought, a fleeting thought that was so weird. I just had a fleeting thought and I was saying all right to myself. That was so bizarre. I might might not be okay today. I might might be losing it, it.
1: sweetie. Okay, you guys, let me tell you what happened real quick. I was supposed to be in LA. uh, Actually, right now, as a matter of fact, Um, I had booked. Croy's was going to get some tattoos, like 10 hours worth of tattoo uh, work. I was going to get my eyebrows microblade. I mean, I had the whole shit and shebang, right? So excited. Had two full days of stuff going on. Seeing Dr. Kasabian. Well, yesterday morning or Monday morning, I got up to go to the bathroom and I was peeing. I was coughing and kind of peeing at the same time. And I felt something.
0: Middle, middle, like towards, like right when we were about to have to get up to start going.
1: Yeah. I felt something like drop inside my vagina. Like I felt like, oh my God. And then I felt very weak and, and like I had a like all the blood flow in my body was going to my hoo-ha. And so my, I was very lightheaded, like, holy shit. And it was like a flight or fight, fight syndrome, basically. Right. It was kind of like my body was like, oh, it's fucking horrible. I was crying. I was freaking out. Yeah. I, I had a towel and I was like pushing up on whatever this was. Right. Which I knew was my cervix. Right. So well, anyways, thank God I thought
0: was, I was standing there. I was waiting for you to, to finish so I could right. use the restroom. And, so,
1: yeah. anyhow, long story short, we had to go to the hospital. I walk into that. well, I can barely what, walk into the hospital. What's crazy to me is
0: that you didn't want to go. You were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to, I said, well, I, we have to go to the hospital. Like,
1: Yeah, but so the last <laughs> thing I want is a doctor in between my legs. Like I'm past <laughs> that stage, you know? Right. I mean, I get and it. And then I'm like, I'm more freaked out that I can feel my body and then I can feel like a 40-pound ball inside my vagina. Right. But yet, yeah. and then I'm very, very lightheaded feeling. Like right. I'm very like, holy shit, I'm going to pass out. But I'm very mentally strong. But I was getting to the point where uh, I'm not that strong because all the blood I felt like was going to my hoo ha, which normally I guess would feel good, but this was not the case. So we go to the hospital. Croy's like waving to them to come help me get out of the car. I refuse to sit down the whole fi- the whole ride there because if I sit, what if I push it out? What if like it actually falls out of my crotch? Yeah, I kept my hands there the entire time. Right, my hands were like pruny and wrinkly from the pressure of like holding that. Vagina inside, I guess. But anyhow.
0: This is just so crazy.
1: We go to the. We go. They take me back right away. I get back there and the doctor. I mean, this is like so weird like hey sir something's pretty much in my hand so he's like why don't you they finally they get me in the bed the nurse was like super aggressive like first of all i didn't even have my shirt on around my arm because i fucking was holding the towel in mm. my crotch yeah. so i Corey put my bathrobe on i'm, I'm barely dressed folks is yeah. what i'm saying and so long story short
0: definitely discombobulated yeah
1: i get there we're in there the doctor's like let's stand up and see if it falls out i'm like is this guy for real like you think i'm gonna stand up i didn't want to get on the bed because i again i didn't want to like sit down right So I finally do that. And I felt like almost at that time, I felt a lot of relief when I sat down. So like it shifted or like it sucked itself back under my vagina. I don't know. I didn't I didn't have it like sitting at the base of my vagina. So the doctor's like, let's stand up. So I stand up and and I'm like pretty scared to do it. But I do stand up. He kind of looks in there and he's like, well, your cervix is what did he say?
0: He said, it's not.
1: First of all, he's like, you know, there's a tampon, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I do have my period. On top of this, ladies, right, I have my period, right. So this is great. I not only am holding something in my crotch, but now I also have my period, which is just like uh, horrible. But so, anyways, by the way, their little scalpel, their little like you know device that they They're not, not forceps, no, no, like their little um
0: uh, expanders, maybe is.
1: I don't know what what they do. Pap smears with they the the emergency room has a light on theirs. It has a fucking light on it. I'm (laughs) like, sir, is this a joke? (laughs) <laughs> like, since when do they have a light on this shit? So, and he's like, I know, I wonder when I throw it in the garbage, like, how long the light's actually going to stay on? And I'm like, okay, dude, no, I'm not up for jokes. <laughs> But anyhow, so he's like, well, your cervix looks okay. Uh, I don't know where you started. I don't know you're normal. You're normal. But, um, you know, it's kind of, you know, whatever. It's there. He says it's basic. And then another doctor came in and he said, you know what? I mean, you're pretty young for this to happen. It's like, sir, it's going to happen to anybody, especially somebody that's had five pregnancies, six children, twins, and had one. Kane was breech and Kai was head first. You know, it's not totally uncommon. And the guy was an arrogant asshole on top of that. but." He's like, we just, you know, for the eighty year old women, we just shove it back up in there.
0: Yeah, that was towards the end of the.
1: And I'm like, is visit. this guy for real?
0: He says we sedate him, we sedate him a little bit, and we just we take it all and we just put it right back up in there and send them on their way. Literally. Like how? Like what? Like how is that? Now a- my
1: housekeeper, that's like, has four children, right? And she was in Vegas. And her intestines and everything fell out of her crotch into her hand. So well, she
0: that that is that's including the uh, anus too, The rectum. If yeah, the, the rectum, rectum,
1: you can she had a lot of blood too. Yeah. Only if the rectum falls out,
0: <laughs> right? Do that's you have a crazy. lot of blood?
1: And yeah, it's very serious. Because that's Anyways, your intestines. So they took me to do an ultrasound, which is way more fun when you're pregnant. Um, and then they did an internal ultrasound, external ultrasound. They said everything kind of looks okay, but I started googling, obviously. Which can be your worst enemy or your best friend, right. and it basically said that one in fifty, or, or I'm sorry, over fifty percent of the women in America will have this at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That you can do Kegels to really try to tighten up the floor, your mm-hmm. pelvic floor. But if there's damage during delivery, which is which is eighty five percent guaranteed with multiples. Mm-hmm. The odds of this happening to you are like 1 in 1. It's right. gonna, you know, it's almost inevitable. Yeah. So do Kegels, but I'm going to have to go and and have it all fixed up and right. kind of I don't my OBGYN had just said to me a few days before like I still can't believe you don't struggle with like peeing on yourself all the time. Right. Sometimes when I run, I pee, um but it doesn't It did happen when I had to when I laughed recently, uh, but that was cuz I really had to pee or right. whatever. <laughs> but other than that it just doesn't happen to me and I honestly I've had so many kids that you would think that it would. Uh, but my doctor, my OBGYN said dr hood is his name he said you know kim be careful fixing everything down there because if everything's good and you're happy with your sex life then you could do some damage fixing it down there so i'm all f***ed up over it basically well how i don't know i'll have to get into greater detail with him i I didn't want to know sometimes it's like you know what they're
0: working on well if you're if you're if you're standing, think of think of the floor as your as the entry point. Well, I think they
1: tighten everything up. I know that they like they tighten well, everything up inside. They 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 stitch that that your well, bladder the f- up. They that, so- also fix that skin that you can have extra of per se between your asshole oh. and your vagina hole, like that perineum.
0: Oh. Well, that's so. There's a lot
1: thing. of other stuff that they do to to kind of tighten up right. and bring that all back right. to where it was before you ever had a baby. Well,
0: maybe that's maybe that's like the Mac dad. that's the Rolls Royce of of vagina. Well, if I'm surgeries. gonna do it, sweetie,
1: I'm not buying a. Fucking well, Kia.
0: no, no, but I'm just saying, like, maybe we don't need to do the new hood ornament and, and the fucking new paint job and shit. We just we no, do like the we, we, we do the new it. motor.
1: No, babe, if but I'm gonna do it, you're motor, gonna give me back my 14 or 16 year old vagina. Well, then
0: you don't. Then you're not messing with that. You know, the paint job where it. it it doesn't perform. I feel like as nice. I,
1: I'm still everything's okay down there. Everything's great. I'm not really even
0: your even your well. Well, inside, up, outside, ceiling, the feeling, okay.
1: my sex life, everything's great. I just feel like you don't want
0: your roof to cave in on yourself. That's pretty much what happened I know. yesterday. So we got it. We got to put some new trusses in there.
1: Well, I think just it's time the to make a trip to L.A. just to look at my vagina and see how we can tighten everything up on the f- pelvic floor and make it right. to where you know the rest of my life I don't have to ever worry right. about something kind of falling. I literally was holding it.
0: That's just crazy to me. That's just crazy.
1: But when I sat down or when I laid down and I shifted my lower spine, but you know what's odd? They say that one of the biggest signs of something happening like that is back pain. And I've had really bad back pain for a while, like for about six months. Yeah. So that's anyways, whatever. I don't listen to my body half the time when it comes to shit like that, but I definitely should have. So anyways, we're good in that arena. Just wanted to let you guys know that's why I was in the hospital.
0: Why we didn't make it. To Why LA. I didn't make it
1: to L.A. But, you know, no. I would have died if that happened on the airplane and I'm holding. Well, that would
0: have been horrible. Like, and been you're, horrible. Just, you're just having to sit there like
1: I wouldn't have sat there. I would have made them make an emergency landing. It would have been all over the newspaper.
0: Well, but now we know that it's OK just to just to take it and shove it up in there.
1: Well, it can detach completely. That's <laughs> right. the ones. If it's If well, it's outside of your body, mine wasn't outside. Right. If it was completely outside stage of four. your body, sta- yeah, there's different stages. You're, good point. I yeah. read this too. Stage one, two, three, and four. Yeah. And so stage four is like when you're holding your uterus in, in your, your, hand. your hand.
0: And it's outside can of your you
1: body. Can you imagine, you guys? Well, I could, I had it. I had, not to be bizarre. too gross with you guys, but with the tampon and everything, it felt a lot bigger than it was. Mm. And so. I, the whole thing was fucking traumatizing. I yeah. was crying. I didn't want to sit down. There was fucking traffic in the, that, you know, people going to work in the morning. I mean, nobody, I don't feel like there's never a time where there's not traffic here in Atlanta. Well, so it was, it was a lot of traffic, you know, people just in the way. It was. I was just stressed. Yeah. And then the kids are like, where's mom and dad? And the little ones. And I'm like, you know, Ariana, you better tell <laughs> them at the, the fucking store. To go to
0: the grocery store <laughs> at
1: four o'clock, four thirty in the morning or
0: whatever. But anyhow. But according to anti-empathy doctor. He, oh,
1: this, so this guy comes says, in at the end. He's like, you know what? All's look, all looks good. And, you know, I mean, all we do anyways is just kind of shove everything back up in there anyway and, right. and call it a day. And so he's like, um, yeah, I, I've taken care of your kids a couple times here. And so I thought he was arrogant as f- this one doctor. The other, everybody else was so wonderful, but this one doctor was really rude. So I get in the car and I'm like, Brielle, uh, do you know this doctor, dark hair, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, that's the asshole that wouldn't give me my medicine when I got there. I was throwing up from the pain. For like 45 minutes, he didn't want to come in the room because he said the room was too full of people. <laughs> so I'm in there throwing up from the agony of kidney stones. Before he came, and then he came in and gave her Toradol, which isn't even—it's a—it's like an anti-inflammatory versus like an actual pain pill, pain right. reliever.
0: Right.
1: So that's when I got involved and called the fucking hospital and right. said, "Let me tell you something. Toradol is not an option.
0: Well, it's not enough.
1: It's not an option. Right. Well, it's not enough. It like,
0: right. well, so, needs to be combined with so a narcotic. So, sir, active, you need no, to—you
1: don't even need to give that. That's fucking management. stupid. Well,
0: you're reducing the inflammation, which is what but that is. It's not, causing inflammation. No, it's inflammation.
1: not. As, it's not causing inflammation. Oh, it's a—it's a like a rock,
0: right? That's cutting you know, your. That's, cutting Cutting yeah, it's cutting tube.
1: and – yeah, but it's, the, the kidneys aren't necessarily always inflamed. Yeah turtle useless. Let's, do, let's just get rid of the pain. I don't care about the fucking inflammation, sir. If okay. you can reduce the pain. Yeah. So anyways, I had to call the doctor. I had to get on the phone with a nurse. I was yeah. screaming at these people like, you have yeah. got to help her. This is she, the nurse is like, I right. know. I, I don't know why he's not listening to me. Right. So anyways, he's an asshole. And I just feel like if you're an ER doctor, people are coming there. They're scared, right? There's yeah. a number of reasons. Car accidents, your cervix is in your hand. You're having a baby. You have a kidney stone, whatever. Um, are you having a stroke? Because this is the same hospital I went to when I had the stroke. And they were all so incredible to me you should be a little nicer bro
0: right well so my whole point was saying you know if if you have your uterus in your hand any any of our women listeners
1: well it's first your cervix and then your, it's cerv- followed yeah. by your uterus it could be your rectum your small intestine large intestine and it can all fall out y'all
0: yeah if something is is uh outside of you that should not be outside of you it's okay to put it back in you according to the doctor I that's mean, what they do
1: I-, I don't know that this fucking guy <laughs> I'm going to have to call my OBGYN <laughs> and get back to you guys on this, because I'm not sure I'm <laughs> believing this fucking guy. I mean, he, he doesn't have a vagina, so like, he has no he, idea. Well,
0: he didn't even say that they wash it. Like, like how do you stick something back in ah. that's not been cleaned? Like, there's there's germs and stuff on it. Germaphobe, Croy speaking right now. Like, what? <laughs> how do you just put it back in with not...
1: I, 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 okay, so moving on from the hoo-ha conversation, you guys, Croy has officially signed up for spring baseball to be a coach. Yay! I'm like, Croy, Like, do you really think we're going to be filming a new season of Don't Be Tardy? Do you really think that we have time for this? And and he's like, yeah, yeah, we we'll well, do. Spring- and so I'm totally game for him being the coach, right? And he's going to be there anyway, but then I have to step up and take care of Cash and Kane and get them to their games because Croy's coaching KJ's well, no, I'm team. Doing,
0: I'm coaching Cash and KJ. What? Yeah. And, and then this is just spring. Wait till, wait till All-Stars starts. Then we're traveling.
1: Well, here's the other. No, we're not. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Fairmont Inns, baby.
0: So. Hotel Sixes. So, not happening. Super Eights. Red Roof. In, Inn. In, not in, happening. Uh. In here's the thing you guys so we Alabama, usually film Georgia,
1: don't be tardy we'll be airing February 10th by the way right after I, RHOA
0: can we even be telling them this I don't care <laughs> okay. yeah
1: we can <laughs> oh. I'm so sick of it it's six months behind they, right. they have a new programming uh, programming people and they have trying to change a lot of the shows yeah. and reformat it and, and yeah. insert them in different times we will be airing usually on Fridays at 8pm right. but February 10th is a Sunday right after RHOA right. so that's exciting news
0: slash anyone if people did not know cable is they're having to re- re-game plan everything because of of everything that we stream now. So when they when they make changes it's for them. It's not for their talent, it's not for anything else, yeah. it's for them to try to maximize what they're doing. And
1: so. we had such huge ratings last year on Friday nights. That we're, we will be airing Friday nights this year as well, 8 p.m., 8 or 9 p.m. They're not sure the exact time slot, but, um, we had such huge ratings last year. So I want to thank you guys for that as well. This season's going to be really great. The teaser will be out after the first of the year. Um, super excited for you guys to see that. This year's a little different and a little nuts, but anyhow, mm-hmm. very excited about Don't Be Tardy, but we're going to be filming. Usually we start filming in like February, first part of March for Don't Be Tardy this year. We're going to start a little bit later just because of the programming and scheduling. Yeah. So, Here's the thing, you guys. I like to film from like February, March, April, May. And then the kids get out of school and we kind of wrap around the second week in June. And then we have like pickups for the next few weeks. But we have at least four weeks before they go back to school. And I'm really selfish with my summers now because I love the kids being at home. I know some parents don't. I so enjoy them being at home that... I never want summer to end. I am am not I'm excited for Christmas, but I'm so excited that they're going to be home for three and a half weeks that I can't even stand myself. So, anyways, I'm a li- I'm wondering how we're going to have like a summer. So, if we go from spring baseball to All Stars and all that stuff, it's like
0: I don't know. It's going to be and packed. it's like
1: 110 degrees. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, but but you associate your summer with with beaches. Travel.
1: Right. No, like I think Disney World. I think the beach. Yeah, I think the right. beach. They love the ocean. I don't think that it should all be... I think during the school year, extracurricular activities are dope. Like they're cool. Right. That's what should be happening. Right. Come summer, I think it's time for your family. You only have like 18 summers with your children. Right. I think it's those 18 summers that are so crucial. We didn't have a summer but this get past to cheer year. you them on. That's all great, sweetie. But you you literally have three practices a week, a game or two a week. And nobody gets to do anything else. Well, so I think that I think that
0: ultimately, I, I and KJ's
1: seven. When KJ's twelve,
0: well, but now you're building the foundation for the twelves.
1: He builds that in the fucking fall and spring, bro. Like we're not we don't have to build it in the summer.
0: Well, ultimately, I'm not going to force our kids to do anything that they don't want to do. So well, if you if say if they
1: KJ All Stars starts June first, right. KJ's like I'm in. Yeah, because KJ's he, thinking about KJ. Right,
0: because he wants to do it. So well, he's started
1: in... Well, Cash was an on all year. I'm going
0: to let them do what they want to do. You know, when you have kids, you have to sacrifice I need your own boyfriend. desires. I need a boyfriend to take. I'm sure go, we could find you one to
1: go on the vacations with me. That in the won't summer. take
0: more than an hour.
1: I think <laughs> submit that, your application. Uh, <laughs> I think that summers are for travel. I <laughs> don't I do. disagree. 100%. I love to travel. I love to cook out. Yeah, I love to. Right, but I'm also very much a homebody, so I struggle with I. Well, I, the idea of going to the baseball field on a Saturday at 9 a.m. is daunting, right? Because I like to sleep in or whatever, yeah. which I don't. We don't get to do during the week because we take them to school every morning. But then once I'm there, I'm obsessed. I love it. I could stay there all day, and it gives me something to really look forward to. I love being a baseball mom. But I think that doing – so what we realized this year is that a lot of people in the fall don't play. A lot of the people that were right. on All-Stars don't play. Right. So –
0: Gives you that break. It gives there. you that
1: break. Yeah. So for you to think that we should do fall, spring, and summer
0: – Well, maybe we'll take a break Even this fall.
1: The NFL has a break, baby. Like, come on. Well, I mean, he's I'm not a break. taking a break he in the a, fall. They have no a, vacations well, he, until Thanksgiving. Had, break.
0: had he not done the little camp thing, he, and and then he then he would, you know, they've had. A oh, break
1: I, I left that out. They they went. They go to a fucking camp That's twice a week. One, no, one day a week. Well, Cash goes one day. Right. KJ goes another day. Right, so we, we don't have a break. Too. My husband has this sick obsession. Now they're playing basketball which is totally fine. Right.
0: But like well, what else are they supposed to do? You can't have them sitting on the couch playing
1: Nobody's saying all the that time. they need to sit on the couch and play the tablet, but I think it prevents us from traveling. Like I'm not cool with that. Right. Like we film, that's their other job. Like these kids right. are filming and they're playing doing extracurricular activities right. and they're in fucking school. I, so I
0: guarantee we'll be able to fit a, a couple beach trips in there, baby. Well, I think being at
1: home bonding, I think, you know, (laughs) going on day trips to like wherever, you know, I think that that's all important. I don't think that.
0: So you're not for you're not for.
1: I'm for all all stars. stars. I'm for all stars, but I'm not going to Mississippi for they were in Mississippi (laughs) for 11 days. I'm not going to Mississippi (laughs) for 11 days. It's not that (laughs) serious to me. I know that our kids are athletic and they have the ability to supersede most other children. Right. They got it. It's in their blood. Right. So we don't even... That's the other thing. Like, they're very gifted. Right. All three of them are very, very, very gifted. Right. KJ, his form is impeccable. Cash doesn't even try and he hits a home run every time.
0: Right. Well, there's always room for improvement.
1: Always room for improvement. But you know what? They're 5, 6, and 7.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what? We'll worry about that when they're
0: 12, 13, 14. <laughs>
1: well. And the interim, speaking of Kaya, since she doesn't do anything extra except get her nails done and her hair done and her sisters take her to the mall...
0: She does her photo shoots. She does her. She loves
1: photo shoots. But Kaya, I wanted her to go to RISPA, this dance studio, because they have cameras. It's really organized. I thought it was really cool. Well, they were like overbooked. They never called me back. We called. Tracy and I called them for like two straight months. So I finally said, it. And I called another dance studio who's taking Kaya next week. Amazing. Yeah. And it's right up the street. And it's maybe smaller for her because she's pretty shy. Yeah, Good. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna. So, anyways, we're gonna have Kaya doing dance six days a week. So now, spring, summer. So now we definitely
0: aren't going on a trip just because you did that.
1: Well, by the way, what I meant to tell you about (laughs) Kaya and dancing is from August Mm -hmm. to May, Mm -hmm. and they have the recital in May, and it's over. Yeah, like every other extracurricular activity, generally is how that works. Mm. Don't you miss the summers, like bonding and spending time? We do. I'm not. I'm not sacrificing that. We were at a game for Friday, Saturday, Sundays, like. All summer. But we can do it during the week. We can do whatever we can do whatever we want. This guy. <laughs> help me, Jesus. I'm all for being a mom and being well. a being a mom of baseball players, but I definitely think it's having them play for you know fall, fall ball, then do this camp every week, and then then it's Christmas, and then they start spring ball, then they do all stars, Now they're doing basketball during their little three weeks or month off. Like, I think it's definitely um, great that they have activities, but I think they're also, they're little. They're still little. We'll find a balance. Don't worry. We'll find a balance. I think that we're just going to can Spring Ball, actually. So (laughs) Anyhow, but then I'm like, well, we're going to be filming.
0: And we're in school. We're not going anywhere during spring, so they should at least do Spring Ball. You're going to have to probably can All-Stars if that's what you're saying. KJ, everybody wants
1: KJ and Cash on their team. So it's like. I don't, we don't have to do all, they're all stars already. <laughs> oh Anyhow, moving on, you guys. <laughs> so, Croy will be coaching. I guess now I'm finding out along with you, Cash and KJ. It's the holiday season and podcast one exclusive partners at betonline.ag are in a giving mood. Sign up and create a free account at betonline.ag. Use the promo code podcast one and they will give you 50% sign up bonus. You heard me, you guys. A 50% sign-up bonus. That's 50% more bonus just for signing up. But let's not forget about all those people on your nice list. If you're looking to give a friend or a family member a fun gift this year, then take advantage of the BetOnline.ag's Refer a Friend program. You can give a 200% bonus to your friend, up to $200. BetOnline.ag is an online betting platform that lets you get in on all the action. From the world of sports to entertainment and prop odds, BetOnline.ag is your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. So whether you're into the NFL, the NBA... Or the NHL betonline.ag has you covered, but that's not all. You can get into college sports too. Maybe you enjoy the entertainment odds. That's right. You can place bets on everything from who's going to win an Oscar to who is going to win Miss Universe. Betonline.ag is the only place to get in all the action. Go online or use your mobile phone to sign up today. Make sure to try in game live betting where you participate with all the action with every single play. Use the promotion code podcast one for 50% sign up bonus and get your holiday shopping done early. With the refer a friend promotion, betonline.ag your online sportsbook expert. So we got a call from the basketball coach, you guys. Well, Croy did an email at their school, and she asked that KJ.
0: She asked if, if KJ that, would be willing to, if K,
1: yeah. All right, and if I, I was would thinking of how to, to word yeah, it, yeah.
0: If if I would be willing to, and if KJ would be willing to transfer teams or be traded to another team. And I and I saw I was I was like, oh, OK, uh, she says, well, the reason is, is because we tried to balance the teams out as much as we could get get them as even as we could so that we would have games that were close. You know, we want them 18 to 20 or 22 to 20 or maybe some going into overtime. You know, we want the kids to feel that competitiveness and, and you know, not get clobbered per se. So KJ's team uh, won by quite a large margin. Uh, it was like 16 or 18 points that they won by. So KJ's team's pretty good. And so KJ is really good at rebounding. He's good at, at, uh, taking the ball down the court. Him and, him and his little buddies, they had, they had already developed some plays. He's watching it on TV. So he sees these other guys, how they kind of, uh, disperse and, and make passes available and get open while these other kids kind of all cluster around the ball. They're obviously learning. So they were doing, they did really good. So she says, "I need KJ's leadership on another team," and and she says, "Well, the, what the, does that the,
1: mean for me, us, Corey and I? <laughs> two different teams, two different practices, two different games.
0: Well, that so yep.
1: two different games, yeah, yes.
0: two different games, yes, not different practices. They, they, they don't practice together. They, they, the they practice at the lies. same time. Yes, lies. Well, they don't. They practice at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the, well, you would definitely have to be watching two different games. And I saw so that the other thing too is she says, "Well, what?" So, k, you know, so I was, so she says, the team that I want KJ to go on is the one that they just played. I said, so you 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 want me to convince KJ to go to a team that got beat by eighteen points and and trade during the middle of you want to
1: take my son, who's a beast, right? And put them on a team that sucks. Not happening. Just being honest. No, but I think about more of like them being on, they didn't, they weren't, they're not on the same team for baseball. And I firmly believe that the guy that runs the baseball field, he's the reason because they're a year, wait, there's, they're a year apart. The boys are 14 months apart, right? But Cash is 105 pounds. KJ is 105 pounds. They're big dudes and. They're very athletic. Like Cash has at least a head and a half, if not two heads, taller than anybody on his team. It's dangerous. But once we asked to film at this at this baseball field, it became somewhat of an issue, I feel like, just because people associate me with Housewives of Atlanta and the drama of that versus Don't Be Tardy. So we yeah. weren't able to film, know, unfortunately, yeah. at this actual field where they play. But then it became an issue where oh, they can't play on the same team. Right. So... Kane, he's more of a normal size boy, and I mean, he's even taller. Than, he's a head taller than all of them, but he's on the thinner side. Right. He's not as stocky as KJ and Cash, and so I'm okay with him being in his age group. But Cash, it's like dangerous. Like the the kid hits a ball, and it's like,
0: right? I mean, it's well. I definitely think you know age is a factor. Size should be a factor, but I also think skill level should be a factor. So if your child has a skill set, Cash has is a strength equivalent and has to size. Ka- K-
1: cash is equivalent to KJ's team,
0: right? That so. Some of those, some of the, some of the kids that play in per se KJ's age group, it's, it's, it's divided by age group should not be in that age group just because their skill set is, is not as advanced as some of the other kids. So they're in danger as well and probably should be played down just until their skill set catches up to the other kids. And some skill sets of the lower kids should be played up, you know, it just, just because their age is different doesn't mean that they, sh- it's, it's within it. An and right. also too, they're not, they're not going outside of the park. It's, How it's
1: tall all, is Cash?
0: Man, he's probably 50 54 inches probably. They're they're about the exact inches? same height. Yeah. And, and
1: in fact, Cash has a bigger foot than KJ and his hands are bigger. Yeah. So, it just doesn't yeah, but anyways, you know, it's politics. You guys know how I feel about all this shit. But uh I definitely think that they should be on the same team, but I definitely also think they they are only a year apart, but Cash is pretty much the same size. They were the exact same size. Yeah. So I just, I think that they, but anyways. Well, so I, so I said so, to KJ. So he said to KJ, even today, like yeah. KJ, because this was yesterday. KJ, remind, you know, your coach that you're not willing to switch Well, teams. no, I just said,
0: so I said, I explained what she had said to me. And he says, I said, what do you think? He says, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be traded. That sucks. I,
1: <laughs> KJ is the traded. most competitive. And we've Probably made- one of the most competitive people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. KJ
0: is competitive to a fault. Yeah. Yeah. So then he says, you know, we we've made some plays, you know, we have all our plays made up, Dad. I, you know, like so, you know, I I just I don't I don't think I want to be traded. I don't mind you during the traded.
1: basketball game. KJ and his friend Sean, who's really really good, they're talking about their next play together on the court, <laughs> and it was just so. Poor KJ. He's only seven, but he but he's got the mind of of a forty year old grown man. Right. Like he doesn't even know how to be a child sometimes. Yeah. But they're they're. I said Corey, look at this shit. Like they're pointing, they're talking about their next play, how they're gonna do things. It's like you don't even know what's about to happen. What are you talking about? But it's very very funny yeah. and cute.
0: Yeah. So I said to him, I said, okay, well, I hear what you're saying. I said I'm gonna think about it. You think about it some more too. I said, go to school today and make sure that you go see a coach and and have her talk to you about it. And then we'll make a decision tonight when you get home. We'll, we'll talk about everything again and we'll make a decision. Uh, and he says, "Okay, so he he was supposed to go talk to her today. So it's t- to be determined whether or not KJ is going to be traded in the uh, in the first season of his basketball career to another team."
1: I asked I asked the boys, um, "What do they like, baseball or basketball, better?" And Cash is totally into basketball, yeah. like totally into it. Really yeah. loves it. KJ loves it too. KJ loves anything that is competitive yeah and that he knows he has the ability (laughs) to whip all their asses but sean's pretty good and he knows sean's good so it's cool that he teams up with sean because sean's good i wonder if sean's mom's listening to my podcast right now for well what's hilarious
0: too though is he was so he was so upset when i told him who's what team he was on tonight he says well who else is on my team so then i started reading off the names and he was just like oh my bad," because a couple of his other buddies that he wanted to be with were on other teams so Grayson, he, he thought
1: Mason his ride or dies. Yeah.
0: So he thought that you know he thought his team was just gonna not you know it wasn't gonna happen. They were just he was you know wasn't gonna be a good team. He was so upset. So then his first game comes around. Now he's all you know this is great. My team's the best. You know like he, you know his attitude changes with the tide. So, but we'll see. Well, we'll see what, what happens. happens. We'll be right back with House of Kim.
1: Support for House of Kim comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It can be one of the most important purchases you will ever make, but today's fluctuating interest rate can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into a very anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Let me tell you guys how it works. They check your income, assets, and credit to give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to the seller. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They'll lock your interest rate in for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then, once you've found the one, if rates have gone up, your rates have stayed the same. But if rates have gone down, you get to keep that new lower rate. Either way, it's a win-win. It's the kind of thinking that you would expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, head to rocketmortgage.com forward slash Kim. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Records. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, and MLS MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute.
0: Hey guys, it's Jack Vanek from The Lady Gang, and I'm sitting here with true crime TV producer
1: and my best friend, Alexis Linkletter, and we are so excited that we are finally launching our true crime podcast called The First Degree right here on Podcast One. In each week, we are going to bring you the craziest true crime stories and talk to the people who
0: are one degree away from each of these crazy events. And we've dragged crime journalist Billy Jensen along for the ride, and he can't get rid of us. Join us on The First Degree every
1: Wednesday on podcast1.com and the PC1 app. Also remember to rate and review.
0: And now back to House of Kim.
1: Okay, you guys, going on to our positive segment.
0: Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down.
1: We're going to talk about not letting bitterness... Take Root in Your Life. It's from one of my favorite, favorite books of all times, you guys. Um, I don't know if you love him, but I do. Joel, I say Ol, it's Osteen, yeah. um, Your Best Life Now. This book is just shot to shit. I had it in the townhouse, so I probably bought it 10 years ago, maybe. Actually, I don't even know when it um actually came out. But anyway, it's an awesome read, you guys. We're going to talk about it's Your Best Life Now, Seven Steps to Living at Your Full Potential. And I feel like this is really important during the holidays. I think there's always going to be somebody at the holidays that just acts a fucking idiot, acts like a coconut. Right. I think there's people that we need to forgive in our life and move on from. I'm going to explain in this chapter, you know, why. Um, so, okay, let's talk about it. And this is kind of for us, I'm going to start focusing more on how to make 2019 your best year yet. I feel like I am so. F- over 2018, and I am ready to move on from 2018. I feel like this has been one of our hardest years, or my hardest years. You know, with housewives and just in general, I you know it's just been quite the year. Um, and I'm it's hoping been a trying year, yeah, it's been a very trying a lot year. Of growth through the trials, maybe I don't see no a lot of knowledge. No, maybe I'm just kidding. A lot of knowledge, and I and I definitely am one that I'm a Taurus, May 19th, so. I remember everything that's that's ever happened to me. I'm extremely forgiving to a fault, unless it's something that just like is mind blowing. So I tend to hold on to it. So when Doctor D read my hand, she was like, "You know, you there's some forgiveness that you have to, you know, kind of get through and forgive people for." And and I really want you to do this. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like. I mean she's really right. I have an easier time forgiving strangers than I do the people that are closest to me or, you know, people like, you know, I don't know, say my boss or whatever than I than I do like even random strangers. I've not been one to hold on to things, and you guys know that it's been proven that holding on to anger, bitterness, not forgiving people causes illness. So I think it's very important that we talk about this chapter. I went through a lot of books trying to find the right read for you guys this time and I think we're gonna focus the next couple weeks before January one on things that we can do to have a better twenty nineteen and, and also I mean some things eat you alive like literally. Well I they think. do no
0: and, and, and so emotions of anger, bitterness, resentment, uh you know, hate, those those feelings vibrate on a certain vibration on a certain level that is cell destructive. It really is. There's positivity vibrations are cell positive cell growth and they, and it's, and it's cell nourishing per se. And, and it's been proven too with, with plants. You know, you speak negatively at a plant and it dies. Scientists have actually done it. You speak negatively at rice. It gets black and moldy. Like when you put vibrational vibrations out that are, negative
1: but it's not I a free hate. pass for everybody to f- you over either people no absolutely that's my not. other thing my assist my old assistant my leak who has her own podcast you guys it's m-y-l-e-i-k by the way she's awesome and and our birthdays are only a few days apart um she posted forgiving you is my gift to you but moving on as my gift to myself so when i talk about the bitterness and the anger and the hurt that people have done to you i'm not saying stick around and forgive and and, and i'm saying you know not it's not always a situation where you would stay I also saw this on Instagram yesterday where your piece is more important than driving yourself crazy trying to understand why something happened the way it did, just let it go. So that's not what I'm going to be talking. I'm literally going to be talking about kind of how unfair and unjust things happen to us That's part of life. When we are hurt, we choose to hold on to the pain and become bitter, or we can choose to let it go and trust God to make it up to us. Sometimes it just strikes a nerve. It just hits your core. It's something that's just like... Ah, it just lingers. Lisa Renna, who's a friend of mine who I absolutely adore. She posted yesterday on Instagram. I'm walking into 2019 with a clear heart and mind. If you owe me, don't worry about it. If you wronged me, it's all good. Lesson learned. If you're angry with me, you won. I've let it go. If we aren't speaking, it's cool. I truly wish you well. If you feel I've wronged you, I apologize. It wasn't intentional. I'm grateful for every experience that I've received. Life is too short for pent up anger, holding of grudges and extra stress or pain. Here is to F***ing 2019, remember, forgiving someone is for you, so don't block your blessings. Make 2019 a year of positivity and a season of forgiveness. Now let's get into it. I've heard somewhere that 70% of people today are angry about something. Imagine that. Seven out of every ten people you encounter today will be angry, and that's not counting the people who you pass on the freeway. People who harbor (laughs) anger often don't realize it, but they are poisoning their own lives. This is something I think I've really realized. I mean, when we don't forgive, we're not hurting the other person. We're simply hurting ourselves. We're hurting God. We're truly, I think it's harming ourselves, our body, us internally. Again, I'm not saying, I think forgiving somebody and saying, you know what, I forgive you for what you did, but I don't need to be in this situation anymore, or you can be in this situation. It just depends. I'm talking, you know, the difference between maybe an employer or a marriage, um, or your children even, or whatever. I think it's all relative. I'm just giving you guys kind of the jits of, if you want to live your best life now, you must be quick to forgive. I've been, like I said, it's been so easy for me to forgive. My parent, my mom, specifically fucked me over a hundred million times. I was just taught that my mom's my mom. I've forgiven my mom. I'm fine with everything that she's done to me. But when she fucked over my children, per se, publicly, it became an issue of me saying, you know what, I forgive you. You did it for the money. I'll never relate or understand that, but it's okay. But you've with my children, so now I'm done. And I think that if I just, I mean, I can't even imagine where I'd be today if I had not forgiven her, but I just forgive her for her insanity. I just look at it for what it is, but I I don't have a relationship with her because I can no longer trust her.
0: Right, well, and you stop the ability to have to continue to forgive, per se. Like, you're, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what else would she But my that? This
1: is a prime example. My mom's my mom. Right. Right. She gave birth to me. Right. I didn't have this horrible childhood. My dad whooped my ass and physically abusive and, and verbally
0: abusive. But I, well, I didn't uh, have like this. Abusive?
1: Like with a belt. I told right, you. Well, that's,
0: but that's not, I don't think that's I, abuse. It's, it's just.
1: Whooping somebody's ass with a belt repeatedly every day punishment. or whatever. No, th- not when you're like 13 times. It's oh, like, f- like move the on the yeah, Okay. But verbally, like, bah, 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 you know, because he's in the military and he just thinks right. like, screaming. But I, I had some, I have some really good awesome memories you know and i and i know that i am who i am today because of my childhood you know my parents didn't listen a lot you know so i try to listen to the kids right so i'm not i don't i don't hold on to the bitterness of not having this perfect childhood but it was pretty cool like i don't have any regrets so my point is is that my mom is an example you guys of i forgave her because i i have to i have to have like i'm a black and white person i need to know like it needs to be black and white there's no like mucky waters for me my mom sold these fake stories about the kids or talk shit about me for a check. So that's who my mom has always been. It's mm-hmm. always been a money issue. They've stolen from me. They've, you know, charged me to watch the kids. It's always been kind of a money issue. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to look at it for that. And that's why I'm able to accept it. Realize that's why you did it. Mm-hmm. You're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's cool. But I can't have a relationship with you because now you're, you brought the kids involved. You know, it's not just right. me anymore. So, my point is, is, I've forgiven her enough to move on. And when Brielle asked to talk to my dad last year, I was totally for it. Whatever you want to do, I would never stop them from doing that. But my mom's an example of somebody that I just chose not to go back to at 35 years old. Right. And a Taurus can cut you off. So, like what that. is, so, <laughs> so,
0: so, so, what do you, what would you say is forgiveness though?
1: It does it doesn't weigh heavy on my heart. It doesn't get me upset. It doesn't it doesn't, you know, uh it doesn't well that my dad commented on cash right. and the dog, which he's never met right. cash or the dog. Yeah, of and course. that that did have me furious right. for about thirty seconds. But it doesn't feel heavy on my heart. I know who I'm dealing with right. and I just avoid it. Right. When Brielle tried to talk to my dad last year, my mom was the middleman and she was rude to Brielle. And that just is another sign. I don't know. I just, I, I just feel it doesn't weigh me down. I don't, I'm right. not holding on to this huge right. bucket full of shit. Right. Um, which I did for 35 f-ing years. Right. Like, I don't know why I felt so indebted to my mom or that I, I, I guess because she was my mom, I was raised that way. I was raised Catholic, yeah. you know, in this church and it's your mom and your dad and you always respect them. And, and I do. And I'm thankful for, like I said, my childhood and some of the things that they did. and And, you know, I see now the time that they spent on me and even attending dance and you know whatever it's not it doesn't weigh heavy on you i feel like if something weighs heavy on you for for i'm able to i'm mentally strong yeah a friend of mine said this week you know kim she's been through some shit too and she said you know kim i can always tackle things generally on my own there's been some things recently in my life that i have not been able to tackle on my own so i got professional help and it really helped me, but I'm done with it now. I did it for a period of time where some of her friends and family are, are in therapy all the time. Right. You know, for they her, it it's just her kind week. of, yeah, it's just right. her personality where she usually handles it uh-huh. on her own. That's kind of my mind frame as well. Uh-huh. I'm able to take a step back from things, detach myself, look at it for what it is and is it worth it to me? And it's very easy for me to tell you to fuck off if you fuck with my kids. Right. It's very easy. Right. Like, I have a zero. I don't know if you guys watch Housewives, but when they were talking about Brielle, um, I flew off that couch and I had so much anger inside of me. Um, I've never had anybody really talk about my kids like that. So right. it just, you know, it's like a switch almost. Yeah. It's like a switch. I become a different person. Right. So my mom made it extremely easy after fucking me over a gazillion times prior when she talked about Brielle and Ariana. Right. So there's things I know that I can tolerate and things that I can't, What I'm real, the, the threshold that I have. I know what I can deal with, what I can't deal with, what's important to me, what's not important to me. And it's all, you know, we're all different.
0: Right. Well, and I think so ultimately what you're saying is is forgiveness is a shift in your thought from dwelling on the hurt or perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It's a shift in the thought and a shift in the perspective from dwelling on the pain that it caused or dwelling on the pain that you're feeling and shifting that probably to optimism and, and optimistic about, the new experiences in your life. You can't change the past. You can't change what that person did.
1: Which for some things, you know, well, pregnant with Ariana. Right. You know, he, he cheats on me, whatever. It was like traumatizing to me for like, how could you? Right. Holy fuck. It took me a year yeah, to probably be in a better place and, 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 you know, financially being a better place and mentally yeah. and emotionally. Right. It was the best f-ing thing that ever happened to me. So I think there's, Also timing. I'm not, you don't have to forgive somebody today. Right. You don't have to forgive somebody tomorrow. It could take you some time. If somebody's broken their trust, you have to rebuild that. Are you willing to do that? Because that's a lot. Are you willing to, you know, you have to forgive the person. I always think everybody's like me. I think I've learned recently that not everybody is. Meaning that, you know, I wouldn't do that. So I don't expect somebody else to do that. Right. Right? Which is so delusional. But, um, I think I'm a pretty good person and I always tend to think about other people and, and, sometimes i'm too i have too much empathy for people. Okay. As you can see in Cash and KJ, yeah. they're the same way. Right. Um but i think that you can forgive somebody in your own time. I think overthinking is your worst enemy. I think that keeping these buckets full of bullshit of people that have screwed you over, it just gets so heavy. Of course. These people are still living their life. They're the ones that fucked you over. Right. They're still living their life and yeah. you're over here like in turmoil. Sometimes it takes a conversation. Uh Sometimes it takes, you know, uh, separation. Uh Sometimes it takes whatever the case may be for you to get over it or for you to heal. And sometimes you have to consult. That's what these people are here for. You know, my girlfriend and speaking to somebody, she's not very fond of it, but it really helped her got her over the hump per se. And she is living her best life.
0: So, well, uh, and like you just said, there's everybody's unique in how they experience life, how they handle situations, how they see things. So, Maybe, you you know, your pain and your anger, your frustration has got you locked into a, per, a perception that is so tight that you can't see it from a different angle. And so looking at it from a different angle or having the thought process of somebody else to say, hey, look, well, maybe this should have gone this way or maybe you should think of it this way. And you're like, oh, and that's the key to unlocking of for all of you guys out go. there
1: that are like me that says you should only think this way and that's it. Do you feel me why it may take a little bit longer right. to forgive? <laughs> but I think letting go and trust that God is going to make it up to us is the number one thing in learning to let go. For somebody like me that keeps a scorecard in my mind of things that people have done, only people that are very close to me, not like we'll use Nene. I've had a friendship on and off for her. She's just done yeah. some really horrible things to me, I feel like, over the years. But when Greg was diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. I sent them a care package. I don't want to see anybody go through that. Right. I'm here for her today. If she called me today, you know, right. she definitely hurt me, but I'm just saying I've, I've known her for years. I feel like it's almost easier for her to forgive her than it was my mom. Right. Per se. Right. You know? Right. Okay, you guys, I have to talk to you about Poshmark. I have a ton of stuff myself that I've really been thinking about posting on their website because you can upload the pictures right from your phone. And it's like just having your own little store. And instead of shopping all things new, you can shop from millions of closets across America. You can download the free Poshmark app. Poshmark carries women, kids, and men. They have tons of brands to shop from, like literally Chanel, you guys, Free People, one of my favorites, Saint Laurent. I mean, I could go on and on and on. You will not believe the deals that you'll find on Poshmark. I cannot believe that I found a Louis Vuitton bag for only $300. Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. Super fast shipping, you guys, on a side note. See something that you want, you can make the seller an offer immediately. Share your Poshmark closet handle telling your fans to find you on the app. Listen... All my listeners of House of Kim get $5 off your first purchase. Just enter the invite code House of Kim 5 when you sign up. That's invite code House of Kim 5. Right. So if you want to live your best life, you must be quick to forgive. Learn to let go of hurts and pains of the past. Do not let bitterness take root in your life. And that's my whole point. For This podcast is you can't let it take root in your life. Literally, maybe something happened to you when you were younger, somebody mistreated you, somebody took advantage of you, perhaps somebody even cheated you out of the promotion or lied about you, Made a, maybe a good friend betrayed you and you have a good reason to be angry and bitter for your own emotional and spiritual health. You must let it go. It doesn't do any good to go around hating somebody, nor does it make any sense to stay angry for what somebody's already done to you. You can't do anything about the past. That's, I think, the part that chaps my ass sometimes. But but you can do something about your future. You might as well forgive and start trusting God to make it up to you. The scripture says, Make sure that no root of bitterness shoots forth and causes trouble, and many become contaminated by it. Notice, bitterness is described as a root. Think about it. You can't see a root. It's deep down under the ground, but you can be sure of this. A bitter root will produce bitter fruit. If we have bitterness on the inside, it's going to affect every area of our life, you guys. Many people attempt to bury the hurt and pain deep in their hearts or their subconscious mind. They harbor unforgiveness and resentment, and then they wonder why they can't really live in victory, why they can't get along with other people, why they can't be happy. They don't realize it, but it's because their own hearts are poisoned. The Bible says, out of the heart flow the issues of life. In other words, if we have bitterness on the inside, it's going to end up contaminating everything that comes out of us. It will contaminate our personalities and our attitude, as well as how we treat other people. This could not be more true, you guys. As you know, I mean, I know that somebody's listening to this saying, holy shit, this is my life. Right. A lot of people are trying to improve their lives by dealing with the external fruit. They're attempting to rectify their bad habits, bad attitudes, bad tempers, or negative and sour personalities. They're, de- they're dealing with the fruit of their lives, trying to change those things that is noble. But the truth is, unless they get to the root, they will never be able to change the fruit. Because as long as that bitter root is growing on the inside, that problem will persist and keep popping up time and time again. And this is so true, you guys. You may be able to control your behavior for a while or keep a good attitude for a short period of time. But have you ever wondered why you can't really get free, why you can't overcome that destructive habit? You have to go deeper. You must discover why you're so angry, why you can't get along with other people, why you're always so negative. If you look deeply and get to the root, then you'll be able to deal with the problem, overcome it, and truly begin to change. I, you guys, I don't know that it's that easy. I think that you, like I said, there's therapists. there's people out there that can help you with this. Maybe it's a conversation with the person that hurts you, Maybe you know it's not something like get to the root in order to get to the root for some people, it's time alone. you have to reflect, it's a conversation, it's a friend some something someday will hit you like, holy shit, right. I need to shift, but I don't sometimes think that it's not without help. I well, think that people we can't do it all on our own. And I think a lot of people that have you guys and, and me in particular, you know, being hurt by somebody or whatever the issue is, you think you can just heal with it. You can just deal with it on your own. And like I said, for many years with my parents, I kept going back and answering the phone and giving them money and doing things that would repeatedly hurt me time and time again. It would, it'd be less than four weeks before some shit happened. Mm-hmm. One day it just hit me like no more. Yeah, And No more meaning communicating, no more me dealing with this month after Mm -hmm. month, no more. I have my own shit to deal with. I have two little girls, I was a single parent. You know, it just hit me and I think that it will, it will hit you too. It'll hit you where I need to contact somebody, I need to deal with this. If it's your parents, your marriage, your boss, your friend, whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Everybody's different. Oh, of course. And as you've been describing this and talking about this, I I got this mental picture in my mind, and and maybe this will help somebody out there. Think of your road that you're traveling on, right? Visualize the road that you're going on and and where you want to go. And in that road, uh, every day there seems to be a wall. Right. And and what started that wall, the foundation of that wall is the initial hurt or is the initial problem and what you need to ultimately forgive for and the bitterness, that root. That's your foundation. But every day you focus on that and that you don't forgive, you just add another brick to that wall and that wall just gets higher and higher and higher. And it's not going to come down and it's going to the, the longer that you keep adding bricks, the harder it's going to be to get that wall down. So if you have a foundation started because somebody wronged you or you're holding bitterness, get rid of that foundation from day from as soon as you can, because then you have less of a wall to break down and you have less of a wall to destruct and work through because you didn't focus on it every day and you can go down your path faster and more successfully. Totally.
1: This is a, this is a uh, article in, or a story in Joel's book. I remember a young woman who came to my dad for spiritual help. She had gotten married and for several years could not have a normal relationship with her husband. For some reason, she just couldn't fully give herself to this man. She loved him, but she couldn't stand for him to be close to her and be intimate with her. As you can imagine, this problem was destroying the relationship. She tried to change, but she just couldn't do it. She said, God, what is wrong with me? Why do I act this way? Why can't I be a normal wife? One day she had a dream, and it reminded her of something that had happened when she was a young girl. In this dream, she saw herself out at the lake swimming, and several young boys came over and sexually assaulted her. She was so angry and so filled with hatred towards those boys, she began to scream, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. I'll never let another man touch me as long as I live. When she awakened, she realized that she still had all that anger and hatred in her heart towards those boys. It was buried deep, deep down inside, and it was affecting her relationship with her husband many years later. She knew it wasn't going to get easy, but she recognized she had to deal with that unforgiveness or she would never have a healthy relationship. She decided to release all the hurt and pain. She said, God, you know it wasn't right. You know what they did to me, but I'm not going to hold on to that any longer. I'm not going to allow the pain from the past to poison my present and my future. God, I forgive those boys right now. Interestingly, from that moment on, she was able to enjoy a healthy relationship with her husband. She couldn't change by dealing with the fruit. She had to Let go down. She had to go down to the very root and once the bitter root was gone She was able to break from her past Certainly, you do not need to go back and relive every negative experience recalling all the painful memories of the past Not at all But you should examine your heart to make sure you haven't buried anger and unforgiveness on the inside If you have areas in your life where you're constantly struggling trying to change but finding yourself unable to do so You need to ask god to show you what's keeping you from being free Ask God to show you if you have any bitter roots that need to be dug up and ex- extracted, per se. If God brings something to the light, be quick to deal with it. Be willing to change. Don't let the poisons of the past continue to can't contaminate your life. In our lives, something you know similar takes place. We all had negative things happen to us. Maybe last week, last month, 10 years ago, somebody hurt us. And too often, instead of letting go and giving it to God, we've held on to it. We haven't forgiven. And just you know, as, as this lady did, she couldn't figure it out for years mm-hmm. what this feeling was, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think when painful things happen to people, you bury them. And then one day there's something that you, that brings it back up. There's a doctor that I would love to have on the podcast, the emotion code. It's a book. Um, I've spoken to his team and, and hope to have him on. Um, but I was locked in a, in a bathroom when I was very young and I'm very claustrophobic from it. But this doctor specifically works on things like that and yeah. he uses magnets to kind of uh, remove the energy uh-huh. and, and it's in my subconscious it's, right. it's way deeper than you know right. just being at the forefront of my mind per right. se um, and so he works on kind of you know extracting those things yeah. with magnets and and some other techniques um, and I think that that's really cool you guys if there's other people that do it as well um, in the United States but if there's something that did happen to you it, I, I feel like this and I'm just going to be candid I'm, so I'm 40 years old this happened to me when I was four 36 years ago and it still haunts me i still don't shut the door on still an airplane yeah. yeah it still haunts me yeah. is how i say yeah. <laughs> it because i don't even shut the door to public restrooms right. you have to sit there and hold yeah. the door open and tell people i'm sorry she's in the bathroom and every flight attendant's like what the f- are you doing you're not going to have sex in the bathroom and Corey's like no she's claustrophobic I have to hold the door. (laughs) So I do hope to see him and kind of, you know, heal that. But I I definitely think that, you know, uh, letting go and and giving it to God is
0: really crucial. Yeah. Um, I think, well, and what's really cool too is, and we've talked about this in prior podcasts, more specifically talking about positive things where we've said, look, if you guys are struggling to figure out what's my passion, what's my purpose, what's my thing, you just simply project to the universe. Universe, give me ideas. I want ideas. I want, you know, these great, you know, Thoughts, give me something that I should be doing, give, you know, help me understand what my passion is. You can do that right here. Say, God, universe, whoever it is that you speak to, say, show me my bitter roots. What is causing me to have this hang up? Why do I continue to have this one same repeated behavior or whatever it is? Show me and, and boom, there it is. Just like for this lady, boom, she had a dream one night. The universe will provide every piece of information that you need if you just ask for it. It's it's waiting there for you to help you manifest and and move past and heal. Ask for it. Say, God, show me some bitter roots. Maybe you think you're great. You don't, you know, and, and before you know it, you're like, hey, all this I got one area that I can simply improve on because I got a small little bit of root over here, or a small bit of root over there that you can just dig up and let go, and your your path to success will be that much faster. You'll be healthier, you'll feel better, you'll you'll have more energy, you'll have more vibrance. People are gonna say like, "Man, what did you do over the weekend? Did you get do haircut? Did you No, you huh. just let some shit go? You know that that shit literally pulls your body down. You know it it, it pulls your cells down, it pulls your smile down into a frown. I it,
1: think that we you know. Accept the bitterness too. I think after a period of time, right. and you don't even realize it. Yeah. I think that's another uh-huh. big thing. Yeah, you know, you, it becomes the you, norm. Almost, you make room in your hearts for the bitterness that uh-huh. you learn to live with. Well, I'm just an angry person. That's just my personality. I'm always like this. I'm always bitter. This is who I am. No, with all due respect, that's not who you are. You need to get rid of that poison that's polluting your life. You were made to be a crystal clear stream. God's created you in his image. He wants you to be happy, healthy, and whole. He wants you to enjoy your life, not live with bitterness and resentment, polluted and and purify yourself. You literally are contaminating everybody that you come in contact with. You don't even realize it. I think there's so much that is going on with social media and family and friends and disconnect. And and I think that, you know, you don't even realize it sometimes that that you're walking around holding on to this bitterness. I think it's very important that you guys kind of take inventory, especially prior to, to, you know, 2019. I'm not into um, making like New Year's resolutions. That's not really my vibe or who I am. But I think it's important to start the new year with a bang and make it a priority to heal yourself and to kind of take the inventory. We all have off christmas day yeah. <laughs> we all have off around the holidays right. take that time you know open your gifts spend the time, but take that time to kind of
0: self-care yeah to look at yourself you know um self-care don't make a re- you know resolutions they say uh can sometimes really set yourself up for feeling like a failure because you know you get you before you know it you get busy and you get off track and you're like dang it blah blah just take the time you know few days here an extra hour there and really you know speak to yourself talk to yourself give yourself positive feedback dig up those bitter roots really work on yourself and and maybe set some goals set set something that you might want to try to achieve or, or or go there and then continue to keep those positive vibrations going uh you know a lot of times christmas is about giving right and we we always give 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 to family and friends and coworkers and colleagues and bosses. And we're always giving and it can, we can almost give too much during the season. Don't forget to give to yourself. You have to give to yourself. And one of the best Christmas presents you can give to yourself this year heading into 2019 is, is a, is a self-awareness check. You know, what what am I aware of? What do I need to be aware of? Where do I need to heal? Where do I need to shift my thoughts? What negativity do I need to get rid of? Where can I expand in, in be more positive, really become self-aware heading into 2019.
1: You know, in Joel's book right here, it says when somebody hurts us, somebody does us wrong, instead of letting it go and trusting God to make it up to us, we bury it deep down inside. We attempt to cram unforgiveness, resentment, anger, and other destructive responses into our quote unquote leak-proof containers. We seal these lids so tightly, and then we put them aside and say, Good, I'm going to have I'm not going to have to deal with that. I'm just rid of it once and for all. But unfortunately, just as that toxic waste tends to resurface, one day the things you have tamped into your subconscious or buried deeply in the recess of your heart will rise to the surface and begin to continue. Contaminate your life. You cannot live with, with the poison inside of you and expect it to not eventually harm you. I, I think that's a big thing. I think a lot of people, you know, just say, oh, f- it, like they just put it in like a little container and you're just done and you just, you know, f- it. Well, that's not really what happens. <laughs> it definitely kind of um, resurfaces. You know, sometimes um, you need help from somebody bigger bigger than yourself, and I mm-hmm. think that that's also okay to do that as well. But forgiveness is the key to being free from toxic bitterness. Forgive the people who have hurt you. Forgive the boss who did you wrong. Forgive the friend who betrayed you. Forgive your parent who mistreated you. When you, were, when you were younger. Get rid of all of that poison. Don't let the root of bitterness grow deep and continue to contaminate your life, you guys. I think it's really, really important to take inventory the next couple of weeks of things and people that have hurt you. Decide on how you're going to deal with them and pray about it. I think that, you know, you. I always tell Brielle, Brielle's like, you know, I don't know where to move. Should I go to New York? Should I go to LA? And I'm like, sweetie, just sit still. Ask where you should be, and the answer will come. But Brielle just starts making shit up today. She's like, I'm going to New York. I'm like, <laughs> Brielle, just chill out, you know? Um, and that takes patience, you know? Um, and, and you've held on to this bitterness and this hurt for how long? So give it some time, pray about it. And again, all that you're doing is weighing yourself down. So definitely take inventory, do some self-care. I think it's really important for self-care at this time of year. We give and we give and we give, but I think that it's okay to kind of step away from it all, put your kids to bed early, um, go out to dinner, do whatever it is that, that you know, you do. And that makes you kind of tick and to kind of take inventory of the people, places or things that have affected you, not just this last year, but forever, right and and figure out how you can heal from it whether it's you know buying a book in regards to it or speaking to a therapist um, we're going to make by january 1 um 2019 so fucking fabulous that's my goal is to help you guys i've spent so much time trying to research on things that have just speaking from my own heart and things that i've struggled with in my own life to kind of convey to you guys on things that you can do as well and that i'm also in the process of doing um to have a better 2019 yeah. because it does it does impact your life greatly yeah. well, and it causes illness.
0: It does. And, and a lot
1: of people tie cancer to anger and, and not dealing with some proven of the it. issues. They've proven right. It. And so I think too, that that's a big thing. Like you, we, we're not going to be here one day, you mm-hmm. know, we're not going to be here on this planet one day. We never know when that day is going to be. So why would you not want to live your best life right, right. now?
0: Yeah. It just boils down to taking things for granted. Don't do it. Don't take a day for granted. Don't take an hour for granted. And my last thought of of this is forgiveness is freedom. If you want more freedom, forgive.
1: And I'm going to give you a quick golden nugget. It's the golden nugget. You win. And this is really cool too. We're going to talk about Epsom salt, It detoxes the detoxes you um, just. Simple Epsom salt doesn't have to be a name brand. Anything fancy, it break down. It breaks down into magnesium. Epsom.
0: S O M. Am I saying salt. it? Epsom. Epsom. I just push it all together. Yeah.
1: But it breaks down into magnesium and salt and sulfate. The theory is, is when you soak in Epsom salt, um, and in these baths, it gets into your body through your skin. Mm-hmm. It removes toxins, balances your body, and helps you relax. It eases general muscle pain. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us are low in magnesium. D in Alabama, Dr. D was saying. And this is really helpful for people. It really helps people with muscle soreness. Mm-hmm. So take an Epsom salt bath. She recommends three times a week, four times a week, max, 20 minutes. Make sure you drink eight ounces of water prior, eight ounces after, um, and soak in Epsom salt. It's yeah. not expensive. You can get it at your local CVS mm-hmm. or Amazon if they deliver it. I don't know. Um, but that really helps as well. You don't need all the bubbles. You know, ladies, for us, bubbles are not good for the yeah. hoo-ha. So anyhow, all right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. We're going to be working on self-care until January 1, of course, throughout next year as well. But we're going to have some really hard things we're talking about that's going to um, hopefully shift our mind frame into a better place by January 1. Thanks You're for tuning lady. in, you guys.
0: Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolsiak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly, exclusively on podcast1.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review.
1: I am super grateful for our sponsors that help make this podcast possible week after week. Sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are Poshmark. Download the free Poshmark app and get $5 off your first purchase by entering the invite code House of Kim 5 when you sign up. BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag and enter promo code PODCAST1 to get a 50% sign-up bonus and make sure to take advantage of the Refer a Friend program. And Rocket Mortgage. Head to RocketMortgage.com slash Kim to get started now.